Welcome to the Team Clear Coat Podcast. This is an automotive enthusiast podcast by two car nerds. We love cars, we love talking about cars, and we love yelling at each other about cars. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Hello, everyone. Hey, Ian. Dave. Dave, it's been so long. Ian, it's been so long. Uh, we're, oh. There's touching in the oh. microphone. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> um, uh, oh, you go. So, so we, dear listeners, we've yes, we've maintained a steady release of 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 episodes, but in actuality, it's been two and a half, three weeks since we've seen each other. Yep. And so we have a lot of catching up to do. We do. Um. And I mentioned this to you earlier, but I do want to talk about uh, the dynamic of our friendship changing since we have started a podcast. Right. Um, because normally, you and I text each other car things all the time. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's stream of consciousness, car texting. You know, like, we see something, right. we text each other. Right, with IT yeah. stuff thrown in uh-huh. there and, you know, other random stuff. But right. but now all everything, all that's left is IT stuff, really. Yeah, it's we, really weird. Yeah, it's or we'll give each other little hints, like, this happened. Yeah. You know, you might see something in Twitter. Yeah. This happened. And then, and like, we're holding out on talking to each other about these things. Yeah. Now the floodgates are open. We, we yeah. both are wearing headphones. We're in my blanket port in the basement. Yeah. Well, and I think too that we, I think we've developed a little bit of a rapport as far as like a shorthand, and we we know the shortcuts to each other's buttons. Yes. Like I, for instance, I know that I can mention just a few words such as Microsoft Office in your car. No, god damn it! I'm just going to start off with that. Ah, uh, so everybody, CES is going on right now. Consumer Electronics Show, yeah, or Showcase. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, and giant annual show. Yeah, and and it's slowly morphing into a car show. It really is. Right. So, and that's what everybody's really, you know, kind of excited about this year is the the, the in car technology with autonomous stuff and electric cars and modular platforms and all that stuff. And we're going to talk about some of that stuff later. But one of the things that came out, yeah, was I, I have a browser tab open with it, so that I can just stare at it and hate. Oh man, it's so. So we're both, as we've covered many times, we're both IT guys. Yep. And, I mean, Dave, I think he's way more into gadgets and actual technology in his life than I am. But Yeah, considering you don't even own a computer. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when, like, we started to get to know each other and I was, like, really trying to assess your home computer situation? Yeah, and I was like, I just don't have one. Don't worry (laughs) about it. And I, like, kind of wouldn't really accept that. Then I'm like, but how do you watch TV? Like, (laughs) yeah. Well, anyway. I mean, well, my wife has one that's yeah. very nice, and yeah. that's what we, what we use. Anyway, yeah, so, um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like gadget adverse. I mean, I have gadgets, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not an early first adopter. Right. I'm like a second wave first adopter. You are a first wave first adopter for most things, I think. Right? I mean, you went all in with the Fitbit and all that. Well, wearables. You know, much like uh, we kind of talk about our, our automotive purchases and, and things that we care about automotive-wise, I for gadgets, I have a set of criteria mm-hmm. for things that I want because, I mean, we only have a, a certain amount of money, yeah. you know, and they're, like, there are things that I want these gadgets to hit um, for a certain price point, right? Right. And so, I, I mean, I'm pretty selective about what I 
purchase for that kind of stuff. I, I don't know if I'm an early adopter because the Fitbit was out for a while before I got a Fitbit surge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and my, my ThinkPad 10 is not exactly what you would call a common device. Right. Not a lot of people are running around with these things. But it, it's, those are the two things that really hit all the buttons of, of things that I needed. Okay. From a, from a fitness watch wearable thing. So you don't like... And a tablet. You don't necessarily get stuff to get stuff. No. Oh, no. It's got to fulfill a need. It does. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think the only time I've really gotten something to get something recently was a e-reader. Right. Um, but, you know, I had like a vacation and yeah, we yeah. were reading a lot and stuff. So, yeah. Gotcha. Stuff like that. Anyway, go on. So, but, but what I'm kind of getting at is that despite yeah. our, like, you know, being savvy technology users. Yeah. Yeah. We're nerds, dude. We're straight up nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, like so I work at a hospital. Doctors, like, when they go home on Christmas, uh-huh. all, their entire families ask them questions like, hey, I got this weird thing, or I was sick this one time, or like, so-and-so. <laughs> yeah. Like, doctors get these kinds of questions. You and I are the kinds of guys that get these questions, but computer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. We are. Yeah. And usually, ironically enough, I feign illnesses and I <laughs> avoid answering them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, Father, I'm not going to tell you how to empty the trash on my mom's <laughs> iPhone. That's a real question that came my way over the holidays. Yeah. How do I? It was just out of the blue. How do I empty the trash Those on your mom's phone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go on. I'm sorry. I've derailed you 900 times. No, it's fine. So anyway, we're. We're we're looking at CES, and we're yep. coming kind of coming at it from this like IT guy who's also a car guy sort of, um, sort yeah. of perspective. Yeah, and I think we both have the same exact reaction to most of this shit. And it's Son just, of a bitch. I don't want any of it. No, like, no, especially the Microsoft Office of Mike. So Gizmodo has a great article, and the 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 lead <laughs> picture is just <laughs> maddening because it's a fucking Excel spreadsheet. Excel spreadsheet displayed. Across your windshield, like a heads-up display, <laughs> like the worst fighter pilot experience ever. Yeah. And you don't need that. No. You don't need that in your car. Yeah. So, I I mean, obviously, that's a headline, like, um, you know, like, that is obviously designed to, to be a little clickbaity. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, Microsoft Office is... is a large portion of it's driven around communication and notifications, specifically Office 365 functionality, right? Yeah. So we're dealing with stuff like Link, or as Microsoft calls it, Skype for Business, Skype, um, things like that. Things that uh, convey your pre- what what Microsoft calls the jelly bean of presence. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in the instant messenger, you go green, yellow, red, you know, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Right? So they kind of want to take these communication protocols at notifications, email statuses, things like that. And get that into a goddamn car infotainment system. You don't, you don't need that. I, uh, trust me. I know. And this is from a person that just used the word infotainment in a sentence. <laughs> I want to punch me for saying, <laughs> ow. Okay. Yeah. I gave myself a small slap just yeah. because I said infotainment. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the worst. So when, <sighs> and, but this is, this goes back to that discussion we had a couple weeks ago about the the middle ground between what we have now and autonomous cars. Yes. And so they do mention autonomous cars in this article. So keep going. Yeah. So it, it, it really is that like it's, I want 
autonomous cars, but it's another example of I don't want the mushy middle between yep. non-autonomous cars and autonomous cars because just having those little features when you're still supposed to be driving is just not helpful. <laughs> yeah. It, I, and I, mean, I, I know I, there's no I way around how, it. but Yeah, I see how they can be helpful from someone else's perspective, right? Like from a safety from a from a someone who is about to have an accident (laughs) perspective well yeah but like um i mean if we like it's all about statistics right and Mm -hmm. using those statistics to to your advantage for you know justifying this technology right Mm -hmm. like uh, and having a being the corporation or the organization that has these cars that have these features that nobody else does, and then having these statistics to back them up, saying like, "Well, you know, with with lane warning, de- uh, lane departure warning systems, accidents can be reduced X number of times, you know, sure, X number sure, of percentage, yeah, yeah. right?" So those those features, yeah. yes, but the 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 flip side of those features of as our cars get more autonomous yes. and our attention can be more divided, yes, allegedly, yep, you know. That that's where I think it starts to really kind of go off the rails until we have fully autonomous cars that are on the road and talking to every other car and yes. and every other car has been retrofitted with autonomous features. To, yeah. So they can at Good least luck talk. trying to do that on your R32. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit, the, the electrics in that don't even work normally <laughs> and there's like hard. no features on it. Is, yeah. you know? Well, we installed all the autonomous stuff, and all we all it did was switch your SAE units to metric on your dash. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, so I well, I mean, I can think. I I, I got to think that at least like ODB. OBD. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all. <laughs> OBD two uh, equipped cars could at least have the vehicle-to-vehicle communication yes. thing. So yeah. a human would still be in control, but there would be information flowing wirelessly out that out yeah. the port and going to the other autonomous cars. Anyway, it's that, that stuff doesn't bother me as much, although I do find it annoying when I'm driving, but it's the, we're going to take advantage of the autonomous nature of driving in 2016 yeah and start putting fucking office in our cars it's ridiculous yeah i mean I, wi-fi we don't need wi-fi in our cars no we don't we don't and i i don't want to pay, pay for a data plan for my car yeah I, it's dumb i so i understand what they're getting at because it's like you know i i'm on a lot of office i'm on a lot of skype for business calls i'm i'm in these kinds of meetings all the time and there's times where we take them in the car, you know, like there's a lot yeah, of, there's times. a dial in. Uh, yeah. Know? Yeah. I know. But that's, so actually they're changing all that stuff so that it just works over IP. Right. Right. So instead of cellular, which I mean, ultimately it is cellular. It's right? yeah, just a different, right. exactly. Right. We're just, you're just putting a different turd wrapper on a turd, but yeah, yeah. it's all encapsulation. Yeah, folks. exactly. Oh wow. This is getting, yeah. This yeah. is going downhill fast. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but no. So I kind of understand what they're getting at because these there's a lot of people that have a desire to uh, apparently have their emails read to them while they're driving. Yeah, those people are wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. And respond with voice to emails when yep. you're driving. You don't, you don't need that. No, you don't. No one needs that. And on top of that, like if for anybody that's actually used the voice stuff on their phone, whether it be Google or Apple, and you've actually tried to type up. A, a fairly coherent text message yeah. to someone just by using your voice, 
the issue isn't getting the text down. It's checking it to make sure that it's okay before you send it. Yeah, especially with with stuff like uh, we have to deal with. So, like, if you're just saying, I'll be there in 10 minutes. Right. That's not so bad. Sure. No. But when you have to talk about, you know, packet drops and... Mm -hmm. You know, is the router configured properly? And or, encapsulation, or medical terminology, or medical terminology, or yeah. whatever the jargon of your yeah. career is. That's where it's going to fall down. Yeah, and so that means that for business purposes, it's fucking useless unless yeah. you're a marketing person, in which case you probably think this is a good idea because you came up with it in the first place. So, on top of that, it kind of introduces a, a new layer of maintenance for these kinds of vehicles, because not only are we having to manage the hardware layer of these vehicles that we've always had to manage, and this is something that we deal with now, but to a, a much lesser extent, now we're having to deal with the software layer of these vehicles as well. Right. Now, I, that's nothing new. You know, ECU flashes and software for vehicles is always going to be a thing as long as there's printed circuit boards inside of cars and firmware mm -hmm. that's that's fine um but increasing the amount of software that's loaded increases the amount of updates it increases the, what you know like guys like you and i kind of call like that surface area of what we have yeah. to take care of yeah right your attack surface your surface area like all that that landscape of what you have to manage with your car mm -hmm. now just goes beyond oil and brakes it's now goddamn iOS updates. Yeah, otherwise you're going to end up with what one commenter put in the thing with, which was the the blue screen splayed across the windshield. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and it's funny because everyone w will point to Tesla and be like, well, Tesla. Yeah. You know they they do this over the air update stuff and everything like that, sure. and that's great. But they do everything in house. Yep. They're taught they software, hardware, all of it is in house. And so now you're talking about having a third-party vendor, mm -hmm. um, Microsoft, Microsoft, which talking to what is probably in the next few years going to be another third-party infotainment system. Yep. Talking manufactured with, by Intel, Nvidia, somebody like that, or yep. Apple, or yep. or Google, yep. uh -huh. and then another player of the actual OEM car yep. maker. Yep. So the 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 like you the said dominoes. the surface area yeah. Yeah. of that is gets crazy complicated yeah and so updates are going to start breaking stuff god damn it you know and there's going to be like patch tuesday for your car so yeah this is not a good idea this is yeah this is when like the future in my opinion is disappointing right we've kind of discussed how how my faith is in mankind for saving us all right right this is what I feel like is in the wrong direction. <laughs> like, it is in the wrong direction. It's it's trying to it's like, oh, we have this exciting new technology. How can we figure out how to like take away the one thirty minutes <laughs> the of fucking peace and quiet I have in my life? <laughs> and enjoyment. Not just peace and quiet quiet, but enjoyment. Yeah. We love cars. Yeah. Well, I mean not only that, but I mean all right, so th if you don't like cars, yep. let's, let's say your car is a oh, complete man. appliance, right? Yep. yep, I see where you're going. You get out of your job, and let's let's just say that you are a very productive member at your job, and you're you know you you check in at home on the weekends and stuff like that, and you're dedicated. Yeah, you get in the car, you go home, you have that that respite from between work. And getting home and kids running around kicking with the nuts or yeah. whatever the hell it is yeah. that you have to deal with at the house. Right. You have that sanctuary of time and now that's, it's, it's just slowly eroding. And, right. And once you, 
once you can like look at a Excel spreadsheet, like f- you look through an Excel <laughs> spreadsheet at the traffic jam you're you're in, people are just going to start driving off bridges. <laughs> That's it. That's they're, done. They're going to pull the car out of the river and it's and they're going to be like, "Well, yeah, we can tell why he drove off because of last quarter's numbers." Right, exactly. <laughs> or like Clippy's going to come up and be like, "I see you're trying to commit suicide. How can I help you?" So, that's so, an old school 90 Windows 95 reference it is. for all you yeah. whippersnappers yeah, out there. Yeah, right. Uh, Windows had a 95 version for anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, for all you Snapchatting vaping youths out there. <laughs> um, so I I'm glad you took it in the direction that you did because that was actually not where I was thinking you were going to take it. I was thinking that you were going to take it in let's so let's take a person who is not an automotive enthusiast. They are not an automotive enthusiast. They okay. do not, they don't care for cars. Their car is an appliance. Yeah. Right? So, um, you, you have that car, it drives you home. It's like, let's say you have a Lexus and it's super reliable and it starts all the time and you never have to worry about it, right? Okay. It, it, it's a tool and it performs its tool. It, 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 it's a tool. It performs its tool. Good job. It performs its job, Dave. Right. And um, now you're adding goddamn office updates to it. We're going to take people that don't even like cars to begin with yeah. and make them hate cars even more. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Yeah. We're just making it worse. Uh, so... Okay, so God, we, you and I could honestly have an entire podcast about this. We, I'm going to tell you, we might go long in this episode just because of this topic. We probably do need to move it on. So I, I do, I want to say two things. All right, I hope I remember them. Okay, so it's going to so, be a Rick Perry moment. So we're, we're <laughs> right, yeah, we're, we're talking about the erosion of that like sanctuary in yeah. an auto, automobile. Obviously, that's really, really fucked up right now, as it is with cell phones. Mm-hmm. Right. So a lot of these companies aims they're they're trying to make it safer for you to interact with these other people and process these notifications and these forms of communication that you would like without you having to send a text and look away from your uh, phone. Right. Or try to look away from where you're driving. Yeah. Pull your attention. Things like that. They're trying to make it safer. Right. And I understand that. But what we really need to do is to, and I am, I'm guilty of texting at stoplights, you know, yeah. stuff like that. We need to not fucking do that, right? That's what we need to not do. We need to have the effort, our, make the effort ourselves to preserve the sanctuary, yeah. right? Because we're the ones who allowed that intrusion in the first place. I love my cell phone, right? I am tweeting and Snapchatting and vaping all the time. <laughs> <laughs> vaping is something that's an the, app the right app, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yep>. but, <laughs> but it, that's that's a decision i made right and if a if a company is is trying to make that safer okay whatever it we've never really seen it work great in the past and i doubt it's going to work great anytime in the future and then if you try to throw goddamn excel spreadsheets at it then it just gets all fucked up that's a crazy overextension of what they're talking about, Excel spreadsheets. They're talking about no- email notifications and instant messages and stuff like I that. I get that, but it's, right. it's, it's, the, it's the now like expectation of you're going to be productive while you're in your car. Yeah. And, and that th- when it's baked into your car, it's no longer a choice of like, oh, I'm going to turn that off or I'm just going to leave it in my pocket or whatever yeah. it is. 
because you because you're right because yeah. now as it stands now yep it's a personal choice yep. to get sucked into that or not and the way that it's moving uh-huh. is i know you have a new whatever right and you have clippy on your right. windshield yeah talking to you about every lane change you make you know so he's gonna tell you about my email so you can't tell me you didn't get it you I, know I, I've forgotten what the second thing was that I wanted to say, <laughs> but I will say this. Okay. So, so what is the latest that you'll send me a text message? Like if you've got something that you want to send me, what's the latest that you'll, you'll send it to me where you'll say like, I'm not going to send Dave this text message. I'm going to send him an email or I'll just wait until the next window of time. Give me the, give me the earliest and latest for me. Right. I don't, I don't think I would have a, a time. If you found something at 1am, would you send me a text? Yeah, probably because I don't. I don't feel like you would have it. I don't feel like you would have your ringer up and by your head at one. Oh, okay. So I, okay. I wouldn't feel bad about doing that. Okay. I like I, my more tech savvy friends. I actually feel better about texting later. Okay. In a weird way, because e- I expecting them to manage their own presence. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Okay. So, I. Okay. So for me, I I think I'm a little bit more curmudgeon when it comes to this kind of stuff. Okay. If somebody sends me a text before 9am, fuck you. <laughs> somebody sends me one past 10 o'clock at night, fuck you. Okay. Right? Like, that's that's like the old timey, like, uh, getting a uh, telephone marketer phone call during dinner and right. my dad yelling at them on the phone. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Um, I also don't, I also don't really ever expect people to respond immediately to text messages. <laughs> right, that's so. why they're texts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure where I was going with that. Okay. But I think it has to do something with presence management and respecting other people's boundaries as far as where they are, knowing where they are and about what time. Like if I, oh, so like a big thing with Office 365 is that presence management, right? Yeah. And so like you can have it change your presence automatically. Like if you drop into a meeting, it changes you as unavailable, right? Or yeah. if, like if you're sharing your screen, it marks you as do not disturb, which is great, you know? Mm-hmm. So then you don't get you, your idiot friends texting you something that they saw on Hemmings Motor News in so, the, with a pop-up notification during a meeting, So right? I would tell a story. So I have this friend that I've worked with for years and years and years, and we had a, a like an Adobe uh, sourced uh, collaboration tool that we used. Uh-huh. And uh, he was sharing a screen, and he, like, it was it was on a presentation. It was an engineering thing that we had done together, <laughs> and he had he was briefing it to like a bunch of like leadership and stuff. Uh-huh. So I'm not talking on this meeting. I'm just there yep. listening in case like something he gets hit by a bus in the office or right, something. Right, right, yeah, or make some crazy mistake and you have to talk. And yeah. so I noticed that his. Uh, email notifications are still on and uh-huh. they're showing up in the screen. In so the I, corner. In the in corner. The corner. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I started writing him emails, but like I wrote out a whole story in in, in the notifications. Like, in the notifications. Like, I figured out how, as if you were tweeting him 140 characters at a time. Yeah, I figured out how many, how long I could uh-huh. go. And it was like a whole story of like someone walking on a beach and finding something. It was really funny. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, sorry. So, 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 I'll be driving my car, Office 365 in my car. However, I've managed to retrofit that into a sob. Right. <laughs> With a huge projector <laughs> for your the, heads up display. The heat coming off the bulb just heats the car. 
Um, so you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna send David text. Yeah. Oh, he's he's in his car. Yeah. Like you're gonna see that, and you're gonna say like, oh, I know that Dave's in his car. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. But then also your boss is then going to know, like, oh, he's still driving to work? What the fuck? How many people do you know that, like, run in, like, your circle that have, you know, like, we have a fair amount of people in our circle that don't have nine-to-five jobs. But how many people that have, like, nine-to-five jobs, you know, or standard kind of corporate environment jobs that do not have email on a mobile device, their work email on a mobile device, or check work email when they're not at work? I mean... I mean, everybody checks email when they're not at work. It's and most most people have email on their mobile device. I no, mean, no, not email, but their work email. Yeah, no. I mean, well, it's a little bit more different. Different yeah. for my job. Yeah. Um, because we yeah, can't there's get bleed over. Yeah, we can't get work email on our mobile devices necessarily. Yeah. So, uh, it's not quite the same thing. But people do like you know, I travel with two laptops, so I can yeah check all my various work accounts. So, right. Uh, and I, that's everybody. Oh, I mean, I have, I have a friend, my, uh, yeah, my coworker, Jason doesn't have a work email on his phone. Really? Yeah. And yeah. No, I, I kind of, I don't know. I can't imagine. So, that so that's a decision that he made. Right. And that's fine. Like th- there's people that establish those kinds of boundaries and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Right. That's in your power to do. Yeah. Right. And it's in your power to do that with your car. But just know that every time you start up your car, mm-hmm. it's going to ask you for an Office 365. Would you like to set up an account? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, okay. So that's CES then. Okay. We've, we've started the podcast on a, on a sour note. After being so happy to see each other know, and podcast I again. I know. Oh, God. Listeners, if you're still with us. We're going to turn it around. We're going to talk about stuff we like. Well, can I, can I, I want to talk about something that was at CES that I am enthusiastic okay. about. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's hear it, buddy. Our old buddy's Volkswagen. Oh, Jesus Christ, They're, Ian. No, it's good news, Dave. Okay. It's good news. Skepticism radar high. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen this thing? This adorable... Yeah, the return of the of the microbus. I did, I did. It's pretty rad. So I'm excited about this, and it's all electric, right? It's, it's all electric, and that's the part that I'm excited about. Yeah. So, first of all, I mean, it's good to see that Volkswagen's getting back out there. And, <laughs> you know, they, they got punched, and they're going to get back up. No, yeah. fuck them. Well, they kind of punched themselves. Yeah. No, fuck them. Straight in the dick. Yeah. yeah. But um, no. So it's. It's called the Bud E, which is fuck you for that name. Really ridiculous. Yeah. But it's adorable little it microbus. It is. It and is. the part that I'm excited about is that it's built on this new buzzword of the modular electric platform. Yeah. So basically the idea is that because um, um, electric cars, the drivetrain is dependent on the battery pack and everything. It, the battery pack can just be a flat floor, kind of like the Tesla. The Tesla calls it the skateboard. Yep, I was just going to say they call it a skateboard chassis. Yep. Yeah. So Volvo and Volkswagen are now are, are kind of pushing this in the mainstream automakers to do modular size sizes, so they can basically build one of these platforms and then stretch or shrink or, or grow it however they need to. Right. To build like any crazy thing, so like the idea is that this same platform could be used to power a sports car, but they yep. showed a minivan. You know, yep. yeah. they could show whatever they want. It's a skateboard; you can throw whatever body you want on top of it. Which brings me to 
what I'm excited about is the return of coach building. Okay. This is, this okay. is we could return to the golden era. I like this. Of coach builders. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, back in the day, um, you would buy. We're talking pre-war, typically. Typically pre-war, yeah. but really any time before uh, Unibody, right? right. And like, for the youth out there, we're not talking Desert Storm. We're talking World War One. Yeah, <laughs> pre-war. Pre-war yeah. is World War Two. Yeah, World War Two. Yeah, so, okay. anything before World War Two is pre-war okay. cars. And then, and then, but there was still coach building well into the '60s because at that point you were still. Uh, body on frame. Body on frame. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So you would have, a, so when people say a chassis now, mm-hmm. the chassis is really kind of indistinguishable from the body. Right. It's a unibody. Less. It's made into one thing. Right. But I'm sorry, I derailed you from actually describing what coach building was. Right. So, so yeah. back in the day before unibody, you would buy a chassis from a car maker and then you would bring that chassis to a coach builder. And these were, artisan dudes with you know like woodworking equipment and shit and leather and all that sort of stuff and they would build a custom uh body on that frame and people would go crazy with this stuff you know the the famous ones were zagato uh pinnanfarina yep uh bertone uh and and sadly and this is another example that this is uh, we could do a whole podcast on on uh, car makers who died out just short of like their vision kind of Aww. coming back into vogue. Yeah. You know, like Saab with small turbocharged engines. Yeah. And, yeah. and Bertone with like this new opportunity to yeah. do coach building again. Cause they, they just folded a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think that could be really exciting. Co- coach building on a skateboard platform. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, once once basically that, that skateboard platform becomes a commodity, yeah. we could do all sorts of crazy stuff. And people could get – you could have really an actual unique looking car. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see like in the age of like safety standards and crash uh-huh. tests, like yeah. what coach building would yeah. – how that would end up looking. But yeah, I think that would be really cool. You and I need to get a skateboard chassis. Okay. We need to get a couple milk crates. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, with our budget, it would actually be a skateboard with like a 9-volt battery <laughs> duct tape to it. <laughs> yeah. A couple milk crates. Yeah. Some racing helmets. Yeah. And a lot of gumption. Yep. And some wood. And maybe some sunblock. Yeah. Well, for you, yeah. <laughs> we'll hit some sunblock. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. I like that. I would be interested to see if that does that kind of chassis uh, causes a resurgence in coach building. I mean, it's got to. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to talk about? Let's talk about more upbeat stuff. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So you, you say, let's do garage updates. Oh, okay. I said upbeat stuff. Oh, I thought you, you, All right. you said it. You said it earlier with yeah. such gusto that I thought it was no. good news. Ugh. So we've, we've gotten through a pretty massive cold snap in Colorado. We had some like five degree days. This stuff is hard on cars, man. This stuff is hard on cars. So my battery died in my sob. I was pulling a late shift at work. I've been pulling some crazy hours lately. We can get into that later. But um, I went out to start my car maybe at like 8 o'clock at night. Just the click of death. Battery dead, right? Yeah. So Melissa came and picked me up, and we went where no one should go at 8.30 on a weeknight, Walmart. Yeah. 
And no, I think it was later because it was almost 10 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately they didn't have my battery size. So we went to AutoZone. Thankfully, Auto, I thought AutoZone closed at nine o'clock. They're open till 10. So oh, nice. AutoZone saving it. Um, and then, uh, you know, drove home and then I changed the battery in five degree weather the next morning. Ugh. I've never changed a battery so fast in my <laughs> goddamn life. I changed that thing. I, I, I opened the hood of the car and I, I would just like look down to make sure like there wasn't anything weird, you yeah. know, like a small rodent had wandered in or anything. Right. And <laughs> I was like, okay, 13 millimeter socket, flathead screwdriver, battery brush. This is all I need. Like, ran into the garage, got that stuff. I had that thing in and out inside of like five minutes, man. <laughs> it was yeah. so fast. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. So, one thing about the Saab NG900 is if the battery goes dead, 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 which mine did, right? Yeah. Uh, it triggers something if you try to start the car and it gets that tiny bit of voltage mm-hmm. in the airbag computer. So, underneath the driver's seat, there's a small separate ECU that controls the airbags. Okay. Right? And I didn't know this until I was taking apart the track car, and I saw that that, there was something underneath the driver's seat, and I was like, oh, what's this? It's the airbag ECU. Hmm. Right? If If that little ECU detects that there's not enough voltage in the system to power an airbag discharge, it turns on a warning light. Okay. Which I love the fact that it's like, I don't have enough electricity to do this, but I'm going <laughs> to use some electricity <laughs> to turn on a light. Yeah. Right? It's like your your phone running out of battery, and it's like, I'm going to beep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to beep and flash the screen to let you know I'm running out of battery. <laughs> like, no. No. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, and uh, so it, so you have you have a warning light, and it stays on. Mm-hmm. You change the battery, the light stays on. I have to take it somewhere to get that light reset okay yeah wow so i have a big triangle and the srs warning light on the sob right now nice god damn it well, so yeah. yeah well sorry uh, i thought it was gonna be happier times no uh, and my transmission groans getting worse my throat bearing yeah yeah well but, oh well i'm sorry yeah thank you well i have complaining of my own to do oh do you yeah so uh, not anything to do with my own cars. Okay. So I was, uh, while we, while I was away, we, uh, my wife and I went to Michigan to see her family. And, uh, while we were there, we, I rented a car for a week. Oh we boy. Drove, we drove it to Montreal. You beat the shit out of a, oh, you guys, it was a 2015 Dodge you... journey. Oh Jesus. I'm. You, why did you rent a goddamn crossover, Ian? It, it's a long story. So we had, we were getting it from the airport and, uh, we were traveling with a child. So we had, um, 19 tons of luggage. This was your child, just not one you found along the way? Yeah, this time. This time. We, we went with the one we knew about. Um, the one we knew about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I always hate it when people are like, do you have kids? And, and like the douchey guy's like, none that I know about. I want like a woman to be like, none that I know about. <laughs> none, none that I know of. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, go on. Um, yeah. So it was a whole thing. I was supposed to get, I was supposed to get another car. <laughs> the Dodge Journey. It's a whole thing. Don't yeah. even get into <laughs> no, it. I was supposed to get another car and they didn't have it. And then they were going to put me in something that our luggage and the stroller and the car seat and all that bullshit wouldn't fit into. <laughs> and, and so I ended up with the Dodge Journey, which 
the whole reason I was getting an SUV was because we were going to be driving to Montreal in the winter, yeah. and I wanted four four wheel drive. It was a front wheel drive model, <laughs> so it was just it was just a nightmare. You, but oh, so buddy, I don't oh, I don't God. know if you if other people have this thing, but even when I'm driving a terrible car. I'll usually develop some sort of like automotive Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll eventually find something endearing about yep. it. Yep. You know, like even the turning if, radius on that Mitsubishi Lancer that I rented. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Like yep. even if it's like I just you know, like watching the room where it's <laughs> yeah. I just love how audaciously terrible this thing uh-huh. is. Yeah. The the journey I hated it. Every second. There was nothing? Nothing. 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 Everything made me angry about it. It was, it was just, it was just big and slow. And the, the handling was the worst of any car I've ever driven. It was appalling. The worst. Are are we saying that this is a new low? A new low. A new low. A new low. The Dodge Journey. Worse, worse than a Mitsubishi goddamn Mirage. Yes, yes, because at least the Mirage was hilarious. <laughs> okay. Like it was so okay. bad that it was funny. Uh huh. This yeah. is just bad. Oh. Like the the bad Mirage, where you think your safety is in danger. Yeah, because you can't. There's no information. Okay, so you have no idea, and you can't see anything. Yeah. And it's big, so you don't know where you are on the road. And of course, this is the, like the base model, so it doesn't have any. You know, lane departure, stuff. crazy cameras. Right. So you have no idea and, what's happening. And you've rented you. this. This isn't your normal car. No. So, I yeah. mean, I don't really give a fuck. But at the same time, I don't want to hit anyone. Right. And so, like. That I know of. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, like, the, to answer your question, the Mirage is like watching The Room. Uh-huh. Where it's aggressively terrible and therefore endearing again. Jupiter Ascending. Right. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. And you know the the Dodge Journey is like a terrible Adam Sandler movie where he was just, or like oh, the Rob boy. Schneider movie from uh, yeah. from South Park, where like Rob Schneider's a stapler because fuck you, you're gonna see it anyway, <laughs> you know. And that's exactly what that car is. It's fuck you, you're gonna buy something. We don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck you. Your money's green. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and so my oh buddy. And it's it is it's a minivan. Uh huh. But it's it's a crosser. It's an SUV. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's a it's a minivan for so you know Key and Peel mm-hmm. the the first episode of Key and Peel they do that great great sketch where it's two husbands getting together. <laughs> And they're talking, they're telling stories about like how they like, you know, uh, put their wives in their place uh-huh. and they go, and I said, and they look around <laughs> to make sure no one's around. They go, I said, bitch. <laughs> and then they keep thinking that they're about to get caught. So they keep going further and further uh-huh. and further from the house until they're in like outer space. <laughs> and so that, that, that is the target demographic for this for this car if i were regular car reviews uh-huh i would say that the dodge journey is the official car of my wife lets me have a man cave as long as i keep it clean you know like i just picture a couple uh-huh. in a car dealership parking lot and the wife just going no no we're not getting a minivan no no you're a big strong man you're a big strong man we're getting a dodge journey big strong man 
That's that is the conversation that takes place immediately prior to. Yes, sir. I'll take the Dodge Journey. You're a big, strong man. You can have whatever you want. No, we're not going to get a minivan. No, this isn't a minivan. Yeah. No. It's oh a it's a minivan. Just buy the fucking minivan. It does the job better. So now you end up with a car that just compromised in every fucking way. Oh, it makes me angry. My, it's a terrible. My face hurts from smiling at your pain. It's so terrible. Oh, oh. Like I pulled up the specs on it and I can't even be bothered to even look at it. Are the it's specs just, just like burrito? Uh, <laughs> Zero to sixty time. Fuck you. Right, it, base. It might as well be <laughs> stopping distance. Guitar solo. Yeah, I mean there was. I mean there was nothing to like about it. Oh. It was noisy. It was uncomfortable. It was really cheaply made. Like, it had 10,000 miles on it. It was falling apart. Isn't it insane how cheap some some interiors are? Yeah. Or, like, interiors and exteriors. The plastics, like, oh, they, we are in a new low for plastics. Yeah, and I was talking about this with my father-in-law, actually, because he, he used to work for GM, and I had just read a story about how GM, GM and Ford are trying to get away from the fleet sales yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got to think, like... If you step out, like it's one thing to have a version of a car that like nobody would actually spec out right. in a rental fleet, but it's another thing to make it like aggressively terrible. <laughs> and then you know, like if it was just an anonymous car, uh-huh. I would never, I wouldn't talk about it. But now I feel compelled because yeah. it's so bad, yeah, to tell you about it, yeah. And you're right, right? Like, yeah, no, Dodge is losing sales. Because no, of like, and this is kind of what we talked about when when I said like I don't want to talk about the middle stuff. I don't want to talk about that background noise. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about the peaks, and I'm going to tell you about the valleys. You're right, right? You're talking about the valley, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it's the worst car I've ever driven. It's oh so bad. God, I'm sorry, buddy. I am so sorry. Yeah, until I drove my mother-in-law's Pontiac G6. <laughs> and then I was like, nope, this is the worst car I've ever driven. Dave just ran into the microphone. <laughs> I, just, I just slammed my own head into the microphone thinking yeah. of the pain that Ian endured. Yeah. Is, okay, so what's worse, the Journey or the Pontiac G6? The, the Journey. Yeah. Which is saying right. something because the right. G6 is goddamn terrible. The car's so bad that Oprah gave them away. <laughs> Like Pontiac was like, hey, um, (laughs) fuck. Oh, we got a ton of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Oprah, do you want to give them away? Yeah. That car is awful. Yeah. But yeah, no, the journey is worse. And I should say that. um, And it's like 10 years newer. (laughs) Car. That's how bad it is. No. Oh, God. Okay. Yet another thing that's causing me to lose my faith in mankind. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've not mi- getting any better. Yeah. I the, like those deities are starting to look pretty good again because <laughs> mankind is still is starting to let me down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I did drive one car that I did like. Uh, oh God. Hang on. Okay. Uh, oh, what was I going to say? Crap. I can't remember. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I d- oh, I remembered. Okay. All right. You and I think I'll stand by you and I think that so a Pontiac G6, right? It's an extinct brand. We we kind of hold those cars to a higher standard. We have like rose tinted goggles for those cars. I don't because that no, it's a well, fucking Chevy Cobalt or whatever. The yeah, okay, was. all right, or Malibu. I, it, I don't remember what the G six. I, I think a car from an extinct <clears throat> brand should kind of get a pass, but then we have 
things like the G6 that fuck yeah. it all well, up. Well, no, the G8 gets a pass. Oh yeah, no, the G8 gets 90 passes, especially right. the GXP. And it didn't have a it didn't have a uh, a bad badge engineered twin in the US. No, it was a Holden Commodore, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. man. So, anyway, I'm sorry. Tell I have a car that I drove that I liked. Okay. You have a car that you drove that you liked. Yeah. Tell me about the car you drove, Ian. Let's go from that valley to the peak. Yeah, it may surprise you. Yeah. Um, but it was my father-in-law's car. He has a 2015 um, uh, Buick Regal T. Oh. And you know what? I really like that car. I like those cars, too. And it 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 drives it drives really pretty well. Uh-huh. It's the right size. Four doors. Seats four comfortably. Yeah. It's, it's the exact right size you want. I actually like the interior. Like, they've... They've at least made an attempt to make it look unique. It's not the best materials sure. that I've ever seen in, a, in an interior, but it's not dour and German looking. Right. And there's still too much chrome, but it yeah. it, it is what it is, and it, it does it well. Um, and it's what, a two-liter turbo? Yep, two-liter turbo. Um, it's really pretty quick. Yeah, um, yeah, they can move, yeah. And... I really was impressed with the transmission. Okay. The transmission was really great. Automatic, right? Automatic, shiftable. The thing that I didn't like about the transmission was that the gearing was crazy high. 65 miles an hour in second gear. Whoa. Yeah. Holy cow. The the gearing in my Saab is really tall, and I can hit 60 in second gear. Well, that's that's really tall. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy tall. Yeah, but it makes it almost. I think it's this because is five miles an hour faster. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. and I, th- I think it's because they engineer so much like mid range torque mm-hmm. in the turbos now. Yeah, that you know you can just make the gears super tall, but it makes it so like yeah. it's which is really fun. Yeah, it's it's super smooth. The shifts are super smooth at like low speed, so like uh-huh. what most Buick drivers are driving at, <laughs> and then flat out. Right. But right. anything in between, you get kind of a big, a big jerk because there's such a big gap between uh-huh. the gears. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was kind of a weird. It's kind of quirky and almost fun, right? Yeah, kind of quirky. Um, but yeah, it it was I it was comfortable and endearing. Yeah. It was comfortable and it, it, it drove. It drove really well, but because it wasn't trying to be a sports car, it wasn't like measuring it against that. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, you could just enjoy really it for what it was. Yeah, I a really good, liked a it. good car. Very good car. Would you take that or a Ford Fusion? Uh, I think I would take. Uh, I think I think I take the Buick. I think. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I like yeah. that. Buick has always kind of had a soft spot in my heart. Really? Yeah, like the the supercharged Regals. Mm-hmm. Like so weird and round and cool, like from the from the mid nineties. That's th- that's the golden age for you no, that you went to. That's I, the I, first just, one that came to mind. I'm, no, obviously there's the GNX and right, you know, all that, Grand National and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, there's those weird ones from the mid nineties that yeah. are kind of cool, right? Yeah, and the thing they really stand out when you see them on the road. Yeah, the weird the weird thing about Buick too, though, is that the the reason or the fact that GM picked them over Oldsmobile yeah. is still kind of weird to me because I kind of know what an Oldsmobile is more than I know what a Buick is. Okay. Like Oldsmobile was just a luxury. It was like a, a, a bargain luxury brand, right? Right. And Buick has always had this sort of like confused uh-huh. performance-ish, Buick- luxury-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Buick used to be kind of where Lincoln is now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. 
But yeah, the the Regal was a was a, a that's a really nice cool. surprise. I'd like to drive one. Yeah. I'd like to drive one. How how the suspension body roll that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, there was some, but it was yeah. it was managed pretty well, honestly. Yeah, um, nothing stood out excessively bad. No. Okay. No. Cool. That's really cool. So I had the pleasure of driving my buddy Mark's uh, Honda CRZ. This is a car oh, that right. we, we've talked about before. Uh, he's per- he he purchased it sight unseen in typical Ian fashion <laughs> and, uh, on the internet, and then flew out to get it. And uh, him and his wife uh, did a road trip back to Colorado with it, and. Um, I really, really like the CRZ. Yeah? I really like the CRZ. The, first of all, the interior is cool as shit. Is it really? It's really cool. It looks like an even more Iron Man-y, uh, Honda Civic SI. Okay. And it all works. Yeah. It's all cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just a... Like, a lot of the knocks against the CRZ when it was new was a high price point. Yeah. Uh, it was overweight when compared to things like the CRZ, right? The CRX. CRX, thank yeah. you. CRX. Uh, it was kind of considered, you know, bigger and heavier mm-hmm. and more lumbering, quote unquote, right? Yeah. When you compare it to kind of that glory day of tiny little lightweight cars that got 40 miles to the gallon. Right. You know, right? Yeah. Because they're so light. Um but I think those two things have gone away, in my opinion, right? I think from a price point, like, they're used now. Mm-hmm. And the market has kind of, like, made these vehicles accessible, mm-hmm. right? And then we need to fucking stop comparing it to a CRX because it's not. Right. right? And it's not really a sports car either. No, it's not. It's, it's a sporty hybrid vehicle. Right. It's a, it's a sporty vehicle. Mm-hmm. And... It's got a really cool feel to it. Hmm. I like I I think back a lot to the time when I first rode a good mountain bike, mm-hmm. right? It was when I was maybe like 14 and I had this buddy of mine that was kind of getting into into bikes and he was he's he was the kind of guy that always like built stuff out of like parts of other stuff. Right. Right. And so like he had this kind of like junkyard bike that he put together that wasn't very good. Mm -hmm. And we were riding some bikes on some trails and I was on that bike. And then he had, he had worked really hard, like mowing lawns and stuff and bought like, I think it might've been a diamondback mountain Mm -hmm. bike. And so like, and then we swapped as we were riding around. And I remember that feeling of being on that, like actually like really well put together, bike mm-hmm. right and of course by today's standards it's com- probably complete garbage right, right yeah. in the days of 29 now that we have 29ers and suspension and all that stuff but i remember that feeling and that like oh yeah this is what a good bike feels like mm-hmm. right and like i i think about that feeling quite a bit especially with my sob because as we've talked about before i miss it when it's gone i can't really describe it i miss it when it's when it's gone and i'm glad i have it back Right. When I get it back. Yeah. And I I can feel that in the CRZ. Right. I there's that there's a cool feeling about that car. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it is heavy and you can kind of feel it, but it's got a good feel to it. I could see myself if I could live with that kind of space requirements and my friend Mark like he never used the back seats in his Acura Integra. Right. Right? And so a CRZ actually makes sense. It has a parcel shelf, mm-hmm. you know, and like it, 
it works it, for his requirements. It's great. Yeah. And I could see myself living with one of those cars and being really happy with it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I always, it, it's a, uh, that, that would be a fun list to put together too, of like cars that were let down by their name. Uh huh. Like, yeah, they should not have called that car the CRZ. Yep. You know, like yep. the the SHO when they brought the SHO back yep. a couple of years Definitely. ago. Definitely. Well, actually, the two different versions of the SHO when they did the weird little V8 one. The V8 one. Well, yep. I mean, at least that was still sort of the same size car as the one. before It wasn't that. like the one before it. It wasn't. No. Yeah. But but you know the the third generation one was so big and so yeah. heavy that really yeah. they should have come up with a different name yeah. for it. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Um, and I'm sure there's some other ones. Oh, there's tons. I can't yeah. think of any off the yeah. top of my head, but, well, many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're exactly right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Anyway, yeah. I drove a CRZ, and I liked it. Thanks, Mark. So, the other the other car experience I had while I was gone uh-huh. was, get ready. Okay, so we oh, went to... Hang on, let me buckle my seatbelt. Yeah, so we went to my wife's stepmom's family's house for a Christmas dinner party thing. Why are you using your middle finger to point? I'm 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 <laughs> listing steps. And now you understand why I don't understand what family you visit when you go out of town. It's I ridiculous. just know you're out of town. So we went for a walk and we came back and there was a uh Fiesta ST parked out front. Yeah. In buddy. just a with like red rally flaps. Yes, god damn it, I love those rally armor mud flaps. Yes, right? Red yeah. rally flaps. And I was just like, whose car is that? And my uh my my uh my wife's stepmom was like, Well that's uh that's Drew's. And uh-huh. I was like, Would he take me for a ride? <laughs> and she was like he would be thrilled. Do you like, know please. Drew? Do you, nope. No idea who it was. Th- this is a friend of the family's relative? It is my wife's stepmom's niece's <laughs> boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I think I got that right. I okay. don't know. All right. Um, Drew. Drew. Awesome. And um, I, I was Siesta ST. Yeah. Uh, and, um, That's awesome. Well, when you're in Michigan, you do see, like cooler american cars okay uh and then even some foreign ones so like while i was there i saw uh one of the brand new camaros like completely uncamoed oh cool uh, and it looks really cool uh and then i also saw a couple of like uh the jag xe yeah uh, buddy diesels that were testing uh unwrapped oh uh, just cool going down the highway cool um um so and i was in my fucking dodge journey <laughs> So I almost hit them. On, oh, if, if you could joking. point the steering wheel and actually have it oh, go in that so direction. Terrible. Anyway, so the so the Fiesta yeah, ST. Yeah. So it was like back to in, the happy place. Yeah. So it's like in this like cul-de-sac, just of like nothing but just boring beige cars, and then all of a sudden there's this Fiesta ST with the happy little red mud flaps. Red mud flaps, Dave. When when we make a track car, Ian, it's going to have red mud flaps. Yes, they're the coolest. And so I I went in and. And asked him, and he was kind of like, kind of like looking at me, like, "Why are you asking me about my car?" Car, we get this quite a bit because we'll come at somebody with unbridled car heat. Yeah, and it, so I have a story about that too. Go on. So yeah. I, w- I was just like, "Can you take me for a ride?" He yeah. was like, "What? 
do you know what, why do you want to go for a ride in my car? Cause I think yeah. he was just trying to figure out if I was, if I knew what I was right. asking for, if I was trying to make fun of him or what it was. Were you trying to get away from the family so you guys can go vape? Right, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> and so I, uh, and he had never really met, he had never met me before. Yeah. So I, I kind of was like, uh, I, I, t- I don't remember how I slipped it in, but I was like, I have a Volkswagen R32 and he was right. like, right this way. <laughs> Okay. Right? Yeah. He passed yeah. the test. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. So so we went for a ride and it was okay. really fun. And I was really impressed with, I mean, you can tell that it's uh, an Econo box that yeah. they, yeah. that they hot it up, man. They hot it up, but they did, they made some like really thoughtful uh, modifications to the interior. Like they put soft stuff, like where you need it to be soft, like on the door cards and just the right spots. Um, for like bracing yourself uh, on yeah. fast turns and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And just, okay. but and also just enough to like make it feel like a premium product. Okay. Um, even though like most everything is like you know econo car. I would plastic. say I would say Ford has a knack for that. Yeah, they did a really really good job with it. The seats were really great. Okay. And, um, and it was really hilariously fast. And, so what's the engine setup in those? That is the. Uh, that is the two liter turbo, turbo, right? I believe this had a manual transmission. Um, I assume, uh, yes. flappy paddles. They, I, they all the STs, I believe, have manuals. Okay. Um, let me let me make sure on that. Yeah. Um, but I believe. Oh yeah, no, one, it's a one point six liter. liter. Yeah, with two hundred. Two foot pounds of torque, pound feet of torque. Yeah, nice, two hundred horsepower. Yep, and okay. it's it's a little little car. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a Fiesta, twenty seven hundred pounds. Yeah, this is. Weight. Oh wow, that's a sweet, that's a sweet package, man. Yeah, I like it, that. I like that. Yeah, and I mean, you can tell from um, from the pass. I didn't get to drive it, but it, you can tell from the passenger seat that it's very uh, nimble, and uh-huh. you know, it wants to change direction. A lot. So, how I, many donuts did you do? We didn't do any donuts. So we were like, you know, in Mid Michigan, which is uh-huh. not exactly, you know, best drivers' roads in yeah. the world. So, um, but yeah, no, it was great, and I'm excited that I got to to at least sit in one and see what it was like and hear about the ownership of it. He had the monotune uh, package on it too, so it's a little more powerful. Okay, uh, I think it was like another like 20 horsepower. Or so, how was the exhaust note? just great growly yeah, and uh-huh, you know yeah. exactly what you want yeah. from like a little miniature rally car uh-huh. um, so it kind of almost out minis a mini right now right yeah absolutely if i was yeah. if i could do if i could get away with or if i was looking for a fun car that was smaller than a golf that right would, that's the that's what you got to get right and the monotune thing's really cool i don't know if you know about this no uh-uh. so it's a it's a factory tune package oh, cool. that you can get okay. so it's basically like i think it's exhaust intake tune and maybe one other little upgrade okay. but it comes with it comes with a ford backed warranty awesome which is really cool yeah and you can get it dealer installed and oh cool it's yeah it's really cool um so yeah i was i was super excited about that and red mud flaps and red mud flaps oh that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome dude yeah Oh, let's see here. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're going long, but who cares? We're yeah. back in the blanket fort, and this is what we're doing, buddy. Yeah, it feels right. Oh, God, it feels so right. Okay, so we'll talk about the mobile stroke treatment unit some other time. 
Um, I want to talk about my eyes. My eyes. So I was, where was I, Ian? Where was I? I don't. Where do all my stories happen? Where am I when this, when these things happen? I was at work. Costco. Go Costco. (laughs) Buying, buying pleated khakis. Right. In your Venza. I was getting gas. Okay. And I'm, I'm getting gas and the pump's running, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just like sitting there, you know, standing by. I'm not getting back in my car because I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I stand by the pump in case something like freaks out and starts spraying gas everywhere. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking around. Do, 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 do. I look over, uh, pump across from me. Um, an individual's over there pumping gas. You know, it clicks. And she decides to top it off. Mm-hmm. Right. She's looking at the pump, looking at the pump topping off not looking at her gas tank and it's starts overflowing <laughs> and it's dripping gas down the side of her car yeah and onto the onto the ground like a lot uh, like it looked like probably i don't know at least like a quarter of a gallon <laughs> to a half gallon of gas was sprayed yeah and i like before i could even say anything mm-hmm. like she realized what was happening yeah and then just you know threw the pump thing back and like didn't even wipe down the side of her car or anything yeah. like that god don't okay for the love of god people don't top off your fucking tanks <laughs> when the pump stops just take the thing out and put it away and deal with having an odd number somewhere in your bank account, just like you do for every other goddamn purchase that you make in your life. You don't go to a movie theater and say like, <laughs> well, I realize this popcorn is six seventy one. Can you yeah. make it an even $7? Right. Even though some of it's going to spill onto the floor. <laughs> right. God damn it. Don't top off your tanks. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's that's my eyes. I saw a Ferrari FF in Montreal. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you sent me a picture of that. That made my day. In I, old Montreal. So it's like all these buildings uh, that were built in like... There are so many things to like about that picture. Yeah. It was cool. Okay. First of all, it, it's in it, that great dark gray that all FFs look great in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's in old Monor- Mon- Montreal. Montreal. I almost was... said Monterey. <laughs> old Montreal. Right? Yeah, it's just surrounded You're by like so stone far buildings. north. Yeah, and you see the all-wheel drive Ferrari. Yeah, and on top of that, you took an excellent picture of that, right? Oh, thanks. Um, and this is something that I'm like really like photography nerd stoked on. Mm-hmm. As we as a society can't get our shit together when it comes to what kind of light bulbs we're going to use in different places. <laughs> we're de- we, you know, I have like 19 different kinds in my house. Right. A lot of times we're dealing with a mixture of like sodium, uh, compact fluorescent, LED, all of these, and on top of, uh, on top of that, all of these bulbs of those types will throw out different spectrums of light. And now that we have these different light bulb technologies, it's even more noticeable when you have two of them together, Mm -hmm. right? You had two different light sources on that Ferrari. Mm -hmm. One was an LED or a very blue spectrum and one was a very yellow sodium spectrum. Mm -hmm. And it was, that was an awesome photograph to get those two light sources hitting that with those colors added an awesome shift to that picture. I planned that. Did you? No. Oh, Hey, it it, just looked good when I was taking it. So I just took it. it, A lot of great pictures are like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I love seeing that kind of stuff. Like, 
different light sources and being used like that. My buddy, everybody that listens to this needs to follow my buddy, Joe Hammers. He's on Instagram, Joe Hammers. You have to follow him. I consider him to be America's greatest living photographer. I'm not messing around. This is not like me overhyping. If there was a better photographer out there, Mm -hmm. I would tell you about it. I don't think there is, man. And he uses these light sources like crazy to his advantage. Hmm. Nobody sees light like Joe does. And uh, I was really happy that your Ferrari had that kind of light in it. I like that, that you're calling it my Ferrari now. Oh, Let's keep doing that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's going to be on our on our secret vision boards. <laughs> yeah, in the blanket board. <laughs> no, but uh, so so we were saying in old old Montreal. Yeah, and it's so like it's all buildings that were built like in the late 1700s. Oh. and I went looking for an ATM at like nine o'clock at night. Something like that is so much more in place in a place like that. Well, it was, but it looks so. It was like in an empty public parking lot uh, and i like rounded a corner out of an alleyway uh-huh. in, in this like you know in between like a bunch of brick buildings totally deserted block and then there was just this ferrari just sitting there it yeah. was so weird um but yeah and oh and the, the cars in montreal were really interesting too yeah tell me about like what the what the demographic and like landscape automotive wise was my favorite thing about all the cars in montreal is that you know because the, they get Big snow. Up yeah, there. yeah. Big, like no shit. Northern. It's sticking around for months on end. Snow. Not just like Minnesota level snow. No. Like more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Lots. Yeah. So they. Um. But so you would see like super nice cars with steelies and and snow tires. Okay. Yeah. And that was my favorite thing. Yeah. Like, I, I can't remember. I think I saw like an like an E class Mercedes, like a nice <laughs> E class Mercedes with steelies. And uh-huh. I was just like. Yes. Right? That's the best. Hey, I rock them in the winter, man. It's great. Yeah. If I could get Steelys to fit over my brakes, I would do it, but I can't. Um, this is why I can't upgrade my brakes. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, so that that was cool. And, and, um, and yeah, there wasn't like a ton of like super cool cars there. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, the, the FF was the just... FFs. God damn yeah, it. So excited. Did you that. like my Twitter poll? What's your favorite Ferrari? Ferrari FF or Ferrari FF? <laughs> I did. I did like I, it. <laughs> I think you, me, and James are the only people that vote on those. Yeah. But I still do them. Yep. Yeah. Hi, James. Hi, James. <laughs> um, okay. God damn it. I, I just looking at my notes and I have Office 365 <laughs> written. <sighs> Do we need yeah. to? We probably need to do some FMK cars. We definitely need to do some FMK are we, are cars. We ready? Did we lose? Did, what did we leave on the table? Are we good? Uh, I yeah. I mean, I want to talk about the mobile stroke unit sometime, but yeah, because that's really made a big impact on me. But we can get to that in another episode. Okay. Yeah. All right. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I want to go first. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's see here. So, FMK cars. I should. I should have had the note pulled up if i said i was going to go first. so while dave's doing that fmk uh stands for there we marry go. kill uh-huh um basically we give each other three cars or three car situations we have to decide whether we're going to fuck which means that we're going to drive it for one day and we describe what we're going to do in that one day with it we're going to marry it it's going to be our new daily driver kill means we're going to crush it it goes immediately to the crusher no questions asked yep 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 okay so here we go so these are movie cars all right. all right. Yeah. Always a good one to go to the well for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So um, first up, Harold and Maude, the Jaguar E-Type hearse. Okay. I need to look that up. Yeah. I can't picture that. So it, in Harold and Maude, great movie. Um, 
they uh i think mod had a jaguar e-type hearse oh wow yeah yeah okay crazy looking yeah uh up next we have the mad max from fury road mad max vw beetle rat rod i haven't seen fury road yet google mad max vw beetle you haven't seen Fury Road yet, <laughs> Ian. So it's really cool. I know. I really want to see it. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, Is that the one where the wheel, the wheels and tires are taller than the car itself? And there's Dually. No, 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 no. That's not it. No. Let, let me see if I can find a picture of it. Um, yeah. In my defense, I do have a. A small child. It is very difficult to... Yeah, but you still went out and saw Hateful Eight, so... Bully. Well, I went at 10.40 at night by myself. Yeah, because, well, you could do that. Well, oh, yeah. You can you can download Fury Road now. I know. Yeah. I have no excuses. Mad Max typing and, and saying things into a microphone. Um, let's see here. Come on. Come on. Here it is. It's super low. It's way sl- uh, raked out, and the wheels and tires are taller Whoa. than the cab itself. That's awesome. Okay, so you got the the VW or the uh, Jaguar hearse, mm-hmm. the VW rat rod with crazy giant tires. Yeah, and then layer cake. You ever see that British gangster film? Yeah. Nope. Okay, not really great. Um, there's a yellow Range Rover in it. There's some funny moments, but uh, the car in it that is notable. Is very well placed. It's an excellent choice for car casting, in my opinion. Audi RS6 Avant, and this was the RS6 Avant. The I think it was on the B5 chassis. Mm-hmm. That is the twin turbo V8 that had 400 some odd horsepower. Yeah, you can Google layer cake RS6 Avant, That's and you'll what I'm get the one. For. Yeah. We'll so, edit this out. So this this was the uh, we don't edit shit out, Ian. <laughs> uh, this was the um, the Audi RS6. Yep, the Audi RS6 uh, station wagon that was faster than a Ferrari. Right of the same year. This is also the one I believe where they famously there was a story in Spain where one got pulled over after it was clocked doing 130 miles an hour, and it was found to be carrying literally a ton of weed and hashish <laughs> like literally a ton literally two thousand pounds of weed ca- okay uh, at 130 okay. miles an hour hey if you have to transport it quickly yeah so in in layer cake the uh the british gangster is like super low-key and he flies under the radar mm. which a that version of the audi rs6 certainly does yeah looking at it you're just like oh that's an audi station wagon guess what it's faster than a ferrari yeah. 360 no i love that car yeah so you have the Harold Mod hearse, yeah. The Audi RS6, which you know is going to be in maintenance nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even compared to the E-Type, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so and, I have I have my answer. Okay, all right. Um, unfortunately, even as crazy and weird and awesome as it is, I'm crushing the E-Type. Okay, all right. I can see that. I do. I do really like it. It's it's super interesting and weird and cool. We have to drive an E Type at some point in our lives, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm marrying the RS6 Avant because that's that generation yeah. in that style. Yeah, and that color is one of my favorite cars that, of all time. That is like the 
am I using this word correctly, epoch mm-hmm. of everything that we like as of cars. Yeah. Crazy powerful station wagon, yeah. manual transmission. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just so cool. Yeah. Um and then I'm obviously gonna drive that Beetle for a day. Right. And um I am not gonna drive it off road. I will be driving it downtown <laughs> and just doing burnouts everywhere. I, I would I would drive it up staircases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, whatever's gonna get me arrested the fastest, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Oh god, I love the way that VW looks. The tires and wheels are taller than the car itself. It's great, yeah. It's like if you took Bigfoot and then made the cab of Bigfoot sit down on the ground. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um okay, so I have I have two. Oh boy! But they're and I want to do both of them. I'm going to give you the choice. Do you want catch or no catch first? Let's do no catch first because I, okay. I have a catch for my second one. All right, perfect. Okay, and but we are going to do both of what you have, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. so the first one is called. Holy shit! Zagato is still in business. <laughs> Let's give them some of those newfangled modular platforms. <laughs> So these are uh, cars okay. from Zagato's past. Yeah, yeah. And they they have done some crazy stuff recently. They have. I, I was working on an FMK Cars of Zagato. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So these are all older ones, but I encourage you to look at some of their yeah. newer stuff, like the, the Alpha, uh, uh, the rebody of the 8C that they did a couple years ago, the Z4, yeah. the BMW Z4 rebody that they did is really great. Um, there's been a bunch of uh, great concept cars that they've put together in the last couple of years. Um, so I really hope they, yeah. they make it long enough to to lead the resurgence. Yeah, right. Zagato makes some great, crazy. And on top of that, stuff. that's a good name. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's awesome. And it they, starts I mean, with a Z. Yeah, and there's all they have the best. They have some of the best heritage of any other coach builders. So yeah. Um, all right. So the first one, I'm just going to go in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is in 1958. Alfa Romeo. Okay. Giulietta Veloce Sprint. Okay. Zagato. Um, unbelievably gorgeous. Oh, beautiful. Uh, in that light blue, too. Oh, it's great. Yeah, but look it. at the rear end yep. uh, on, this, on this red one. Yeah. And that's such a Zagato uh-huh. um, uh, line of that rear end. Yeah. You can still see that in all the ones they do today. Um, oh, it's beautiful. so pretty. Yeah. One of the most beautiful cars of all time. Uh, what's what's the model of that one again? The Giulietta Veloce okay. Sprint. Okay, thank you. Um, the next one is maybe even prettier. Okay. Uh, it's the AC Bristol Coupe Zagato. Um, and this is from 1959. I'm going to hand this over to you because it's super pretty. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's really God rare, damn, but it's, it's beautiful. super, super pretty. Yeah. Okay. Go on. All right. The next one's a little bit of an oddball. It, it, what was the model on that one again? Uh, the AC Bristol Coupe, AC Br- Bristol okay. Coupe Zagato, uh, 1959. Okay. And uh, Yeah, they only built like six of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then the last one is also <laughs> crazy rare. It's the Lamborghini... Uh, 3500 GTZ. Oh yeah. Okay. I think I've seen this one before. Yeah. Um so the the original version of this is like a yeah. it's a uh-huh. big yeah. It's a big uh grand touring coupe. Um and the original version of it is a little like kind of weird looking but the Zagato version is just so flowing and beautiful. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's great. It's, Especially yeah. in profile. Yeah. It's so pretty. It, it almost kind of looks like a, a stretched out Ferrari 250. A little bit, yeah. 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 I really like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a little bit of Corvette in there, too. Oh, yeah. There's a little bit of, yeah. C, little bit of C1 Corvette uh-huh. in, yeah. the, in the front. Oh, man. This is a tough one. I don't want to kill any of them. Yeah. Well, and look at the... Have you ever seen the interior of the the Lambro? The Lambo? <sighs> yeah. That, that changes things. That's beautiful, right? I think I'm going to marry that. <laughs> and I think the interior actually pushed me over the edge. Yeah. Well, I just love all these like old school oh, fighter yeah. plane switches yeah. in the middle. Oh, yeah. And look at the bezels on those uh-huh. dials in the middle. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay. I'm marrying the Lambo. Yes. That's beautiful. But I have to either kill the Bristol or the Julietta? Yeah. Oh, I have to F the the Julietta. It's yeah. so, so achingly beautiful. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I've got to kill the Bristol. One of six. You're killing one of six. There's five more. Ian, this isn't <laughs> the first time I've driven something in FMK cars to extension, extinction. Yeah. But look true. at that Julietta, man. It's yeah. so great. Yeah, it's it's one of the all-time beautiful cars, I think. Ah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So, yes, Coach Builders, come yeah. back. Yeah. What Ian said, coach builders come back. You don't have to make them for horse carriages anymore. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, okay. All right. This one is called. Oh my God. It's so cute. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Okay. All right. This, this has a catch. All right. All right. But <laughs> since this is Dave making this FMK cars, this catch, of course, nobody gets hurt. <laughs> nobody dies. <laughs> No puppies are sent to a crusher. Okay. You get an adorable, cute car. All right. And you also get an animal. And there's pairings. <laughs> Mary, you get the animal and you get to keep it. Okay. For the life of the animal, because unfortunately everything dies. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will say I've been hanging out with EMTs for three weeks. Yeah. These are some very interesting people. And they have a saying. Mm-hmm. All bleeding stops. Eventually. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Dave's gone to some dark places, yeah. guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, um, in the Mary, you get the animal. In the F, you just get to play with the animal for a day. Okay. And in the kill, the animal is sent to a farm upstate. <laughs> but really for a farm. Real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For real, a farm. Okay. Up first. Oh, up first, Ian... Oh my god, it's so cute. 1972 Honda Z600. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I love it because it has mirrors on the fenders. It's not the only car that has fender mirrors in this lineup. Oh my god. And I also love the front splitter. Yeah, it was a front splitter. It's like a little duckbill. Yeah. And in this scenario, oh, I just closed the tab. Shit, you get an adorable baby pig. Okay. You get an adorable baby pig, Ian. Okay. But that means then that I would then, if I married it, I would then have a not-so-adorable adult pig. <laughs> Ian. Pigs, pigs are actually very smart. Yeah. You could train this pig to help you find truffles. And delicious. Hey, that's true. Okay, here's the pig. Here's the image of the pig that you get. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Ian. <laughs> Look at the little piggy face. That, that is adorable. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. And I'm made it's, mostly it, of stone. It's tiny, and it's looking up, and it's got a sweet little depth of yeah, field. Yeah, you did. <laughs> only see its eyeballs. Man, look at the little pig. Dave is just slowly zooming in on this picture yeah. of this baby pig. Oh, <laughs> <Ian>. <laughs> It just keeps it's getting so, bigger and bigger. It's so good. Oh, it it's like in a horror movie when yeah. you look away and you look back and it's just like something's closer and closer. <laughs> but an adorable version. Yeah. Okay, so. The Dave version of that. Yeah. yeah if right. Dave were to were <laughs> to make a horror, horror movie, it's exactly what it would a be. A baby pig and then it just nudges its little moist nose on you and oh, you just God. take a nap in a sunbeam. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. It's, we've gone from all bleeding stops eventually <laughs> to adorable baby pigs. All right. And napping in sunbeams. Up next, Ian. Oh, all God. Right. Oh, my God. It's so cute. It's so cute, Ian. It is a Toyota Sports 800. Oh, God, Ian. Just wait until you see this car. Look at that car. Oh, I've seen those before. Oh. Yes, I love those. God damn it. It's so cute. It I just want to punch it. <laughs> All right. In this one, yeah. you get an adorable baby cow. <laughs> you get an adorable baby cow, Ian. Oh. All right. Ian, look at it. No, I... Look at it. My only... <laughs> Look at it. Yes, I know. I know. You have a zooming capability. It's got on a that. little pink spot on snow. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very cute. Okay. Does the animal have to ride in the car with no, me? No, you just, you okay. just have it. Because I was going to say there, there would be an issue yeah. with that car. Yeah. <laughs> getting yeah. a cow into it. All right. Lastly. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. Oh, my God. It's so cute. It is a Fiat 500-600 based off-roader <laughs> that was custom made in 1967. It's called the Fairbase Ranger. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, look at it. Look at its little <laughs> orange body. I see it. Ian, it's the most it looks like a little bathtub that you get to drive around. <laughs> It gets cuter. Look yeah, at the angle. Yeah, look, What's yeah. happening with that wheel? It's. I think it's an amphibious car, or it's. I can't remember. Oh, is it? I don't know. This is fantastic. Isn't that adorable? Oh my god! See, see, listeners. Ian just said, "Oh my god!" about how adorable one of these cars is. Some say his heart grew three sizes that yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you still oh, yeah, get an animal. my animal? Ian. <laughs> it's a bunny rabbit. <laughs> and its ears are like as big as it is. <laughs> yes. God, look at it. It's so soft. It's wrong with you. Ian. So, have you ever actually <sighs> met a pet bunny? Yeah. Because they're fucking terrible. No. They're little psychopaths. <laughs> Ian, any animal can be a little psychopath. There's sweet bunnies out there. I don't believe it. Uh, I don't believe it. Okay. They're awful. All right. They just stomp on your face if they want food. That's what <laughs> Jenny's uh, roommate had, had had rabbits. And okay. that thing was, his name was Basil. <laughs> and I really wanted to make soup out of it. It was fucking awful. It okay. would, if it, the lettuce wasn't fresh enough. It would just toss its food bowl everywhere. Okay. In this scenario, the bunny is super well behaved. Okay. <laughs> like Ian. Dave. 
FMK. It's making me reconsider my next one that I have. Why? <laughs> You'll see. What's going to go to the farm, Ian? <laughs> um, I think the pig and the Honda what? are going to the going yeah. to the farm. They're kind of the more conventional looking car. Yeah. That's the most conventional looking car in this list. I'm marrying that Toyota because Yeah. Oh. And I guess I'm going to put up with a cow. Listen, um, listeners, you have to google Toyota Sports 800. Yeah. I I have to tweet a link to this because it is so adorable. Yeah, it looks like the baby picture of a Toyota uh, the, um, 2000 GT. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks like the baby photos of, of like, like what you would imagine, like David Beckham's baby photos would look like, right? <laughs> like this is going to grow up to be a very handsome, a very handsome gentleman. But in the meantime, they're so cute. <laughs> you you just compared David Beckham's baby pictures to a Toyota Sports 800. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then and then I'm going to spend what, a day. You you get a cow, Ian, you get a cow with the Toyota. Yeah, I, I'm going to put up with a cow. I don't know. No. Baby cows are not very all that adorable. <sighs> I want a pet cow so bad, okay. which it, it and it adds a layer of hilarity to it because I'm a vegetarian. Yeah. I want to have the only cow that ever dies of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Um, go on. Yeah. So which that means you're gonna uh what do you what do you get for a day that little adorable off-roader the little off-roader and a bunny and a bunny Uh uh-huh and a well-behaved bunny i'm gonna get my bunny a little crash helmet (laughs) and a little bunny car seat oh and we're just gonna go drive on the beach all day yep yep all day and then i'm gonna go drown that motherfucking bunny In the in the ocean. No, Ian, you can't. You can't. Oh, it's gonna God. be like just like Job at the end of the episode of Resident Evil, <laughs> where he just tosses the rabbit in the ocean. Yeah. All right. So, man, okay. we're we're getting all touchy feely up in the blanket. Floor. Are we? Yeah, because my next one is entitled "I've Missed You So Much, Dave." <laughs> Cars that represent great partnerships. Hey, buddy. So, so thank this one, you. this one has a catch. Okay, but uh, just like all of our friendships, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> typically we're the friendship asterisks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so the 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 idea behind this one is that it is uh, car makers who have teamed up with another car maker. Yeah. So they have like an engine from another car. Yeah. So that the, the uh, whole is greater than the sum of the parts. Yeah, or at least that was the intention. Okay. Right? Usually it means the whole is cheaper than the sum of their parts. <laughs> yeah, true. Is really yeah. why it happens. But um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. And then there's a catch. Okay. Dealing with, you know, I mean, you're going to see what the catch is. Okay. All right. All right. So the first one is a 2001 Dodge Stratus, which no. had no. a Mitsubishi engine. It did. Yeah. There's that guy that was running at a chump car with one that yep. we follow on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the catch is mm-hmm. we have to hold hands wherever we go. <laughs> you and I. You and me. You. <laughs> yeah. Hold hands. So not only do I have to dr- drive a Stratus with a, a Mitsubishi engine. You get to hold my hand. I get- <laughs> 
And then you, but more than that, you get to see me being uncomfortable with you holding my hand. Uh-huh. I think that would probably be the bigger plus yeah. for you. Yeah. Where are we on the hand sweatiness level? Oh, very. Over here? <laughs> yeah. This situation? Yeah. Because it vary for me as well. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 Lots be, of sweaty hands. That'll be lovely. Yeah. Um, what, if right. we, what if we watch a movie together? Well, I mean, obviously we were holding hands this, this whole time. <laughs> what if we go watch a movie with our wives? We have we have a, just, dub, a double date night. Yeah, the <laughs> wives will be in between us, and we'll just be holding <laughs> across a behind cross. their backs. No, in front, right, right in front. <laughs> okay, and then reaching with the outside hands <laughs> to get the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like a game. It would be like a game of Twister. Okay. Every time you want to get a bite of popcorn okay all right, right. okay what yeah. else we got buddy? don't don't bog this down in logistics <laughs> it's already super silly right. ian ian there's i'm sure there's details in here that are going to push it one way or the other yeah okay so the next one is so the cars get kind of more like cooler uh-huh right and i I thought I thought you'd be excited about the hand holding. That's why I put it with the crappy one. So the next one is a 1971 Jensen FF, which had a Mopar engine. Oh yeah, um, I love the Jensen so much. I do too. The FF especially. Yeah. Um, this one you have to wear a T-shirt with a Photoshop picture of me licking your face <laughs> at all times. At all times. At all times. What about work? What? Does it have to be over yeah, my bit? Yes. Over my business? Yes. It has to be visible from outside. Yes. What you, like all of these things <laughs> is basically just an excuse to like make you embarrass yourself at work meetings. That's what I have in my head. So like when you're at the whiteboard drawing out your solution at work, guess who's holding your hand if you're driving a Dodge Stratus? This guy right over here. All right. Oh, that's just Dave's friend. Ian. <laughs> He's just that's that's this is just what we get. Yeah. I thought yeah. Dave was married to a woman. Oh, he is. He is. He is. Yeah. 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 All right. So the last one is a <laughs> two thousand. This is going in a best of. All right. So the last one is a, a two thousand sixteen. Fiat one two four spider. Okay, yeah, we talked about the new Fiat. Yeah, yeah. So it's a Mazda platform. Yep. Fiat body and yep. engine. Um, Mazda platform, Fiat body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is a <laughs> this is a really pretty pretty cool car. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. really excited about it. You have to wear me in a baby Bjorn everywhere <laughs> you go. <laughs> Which would work. I, mean, I would die. I would have enough clearance dangling off the floor for sure. Um, so, I so there are a lot of pros to that. <laughs> I need you to hold something. Right, it's an extra set of hands. You feed me popcorn. Yeah, you need help wiping up at the, after the bathroom. I can put eyes on. I guess. Uh, no one wants to see that, Ian. No. <laughs> I could put eyes on <laughs> I guess. Uh, I've regretted this sentence since I started speaking it. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So I'm going to kill the Fiat and you and a baby Bjorn. What? Because the Fiat's a convertible, and we all know how I feel about convertibles. Okay. All right. All right. Trust me. Fair enough. As much as I would love to so carry that you. Means, so that means we're holding hands for at least a day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I did not see this coming. I really thought you were going to take the... 
The yeah. baby Bjorn option. All right. When I kill a brand new Fiat because it's a convertible yeah. over a Dodge Stratus? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. That should tell you how I feel about convertibles. Yeah. We're going to hold hands for a day. Okay. What are we going to do? Hmm. Huh. I'm thinking. Hmm. I'm thinking go karting. <laughs> and you and I are going to be. I can't get away. We're going to be in carts right <laughs> next to each other, and we're going to be too wide in every turn, and just hands united, carts welded together. <laughs> As we turn, it makes me think of that old Saturday Night Live fake commercial of like the dual toilet. Like you do everything together, now do the most never, intimate thing together, that. and it's like it's two stall, two toilets uh, like merged into one toilet, and they kind of face each other. <laughs> we'll we'll, awesome. we'll tweet it a link to it. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna hold hands and go go karting. We're gonna do endurance kart races yeah. all day. Yes, I like all it. right, all right. And then that means I am wearing a t-shirt of you <laughs> licking my face. Yep. And I am dailying a Jensen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Just so you could say the phrase, I'm dailying a Jensen. I'm dailying a Jensen, and that's my buddy Ian. <laughs> licking my face. Not in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Oh, God. Yeah, which which one of those do I get a baby pig? <laughs> <laughs> no pigs for you. Oh, Don't get baby pigs. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think we've done a good job. God. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Oh, we need to pause. I have to go get something for you. Okay. Ian. Dave. Okay. I just tra- traveled through space and time. Yeah. I'm out of breath because I was running. Okay. Okay. Merry Christmas, buddy. Thank you. I did not get you anything. I know. And that's okay. It's not okay. It is. Why is why does the reindeer on this have <laughs> blood dripping? I took some liberties with the Christmas tag that I made I like for you. It. Yeah. Uh should I we get, get yeah. some of that in yeah. there? So I I feel bad because I try to uh, avoid the adults giving other adults. Uh-huh. When you see it, you're gonna know that it just had to be done. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a red Volkswagen R32 scale model. Yeah. Appropriate for ages three plus. <laughs> That's awesome. I've never seen a red one. Here's my here's my real car. Here's my toy car. Here's my real car. <laughs> Ian, you have a toy car version I do. of your car. I was. Thinking- Can I tell you something that's really funny? What? So a couple years ago for Christmas, uh huh. My parents got me. R thirty two diecast model. Did they in blue? So uh, now I have a red one you too. Have, yep. And uh, people at work are really going to make fun of me. Yeah. So that's awesome. Nice. Thank you. I was thinking about taking it out of the package and scuffing up this paint with sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. But I didn't. You I really should. I didn't want to do that to to a model. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to do it to a model. Yeah. Yeah. That's Here, hilarious. Let me see it real quick. Thank you. Make sure there isn't a price tag anywhere left on it. Okay. All right. We're clear. Okay. okay. All right. All right. 
Yeah. Well, thank you, Dave. No problem, man. Happy, happy Merry Christmas, Santa Jesus, baby holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, God. Are we done? Yeah, I think so. Oof. Is there anything else that we need to talk about? No, I don't can think we, I think Can we, we text it. freely to each other now? Yeah. Yeah, we're done. We, I'm we so covered everything. So, I'm so sorry you had, to do, uh, you had to drive a Dodge Journey, buddy. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, okay. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. All right. Let's not even do plugs. Yeah, I'm going to do pro- plugs. All I'm going right. to do... Words aren't working. <laughs> uh, I am at Nuck Nuck Goose on Twitter and... Uh, no. Instagram. Instagram, yes. Twitter and Instagram. Follow my buddy Joe Hammers on Instagram. Seriously, amazing photography. Best street photography out there. Uh, follow Ian at I Roll So Hard at E-Y-E Roll So Hard. Um, follow Team Clearcoat at team clear coat on instagram twitter tumblr facebook um i've kind of given up on soundcloud yeah um you know uh we're on stitcher we're on itunes rate and review us on itunes um we're working on a new sticker design i've been i've been trying to figure out a new sticker design buddy yeah i'm trying i'm trying i don't know yeah. I'm not allowed to use Microsoft Paint, so <laughs> I'm not allowed to you do You can't that. badly scroll Team Clear Code <laughs> on a picture of, like, Beyonce, and that, that can't be our sticker. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we're working on new stickers, and for anybody that's uh, sent us FMK cars, um, Jonas in Sweden, we're going to we're gonna send you uh, the new version of the sticker that we come up with, so... Uh, yeah. stay TBD. Tuned. TBD. Um, it's going to be better than the old one. Right. And uh, yeah. So let's see here. So um, last thing I want to say, my wife wrote an awesome trilogy of three books. Uh, you can get them on Amazon. Uh, if you like stuff like Gone Girl, check out these books. Um, they're called Boyfriend Glasses. That's the first book in the series. It's free. Um, man, like I read it. I was talking about cute baby puppies and cows and stuff earlier. Yeah. This is some dark shit, man. <laughs> it was scary as hell. So if you like stuff like Gone Girl and you like, you know, like really intense suspense, check out my wife's books on Amazon. Her name is Livia Harper, L-I-V-I-A Harper. Um, look her up, LiviaHarper.com. Not Olivia, Livia. And uh, man, yeah, check out those books. They're really good. And uh, just wanted to give a plug for her. Yeah, good stage husbanding. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. They're they're really good books. She's she's an excellent writer. So yeah. Um, you got anything else, buddy? You're a big strong man. <laughs> You're a big strong man. Uh, I really hope the mic didn't pick this up because when I just that took me by surprise. I laughed and farted at the same time. Yeah. Oh, God. You're a big, strong man. You can have that Dodge journey. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Goodbye. 